Welcome back, Padawans, to Jedi Watch, a podcast within a podcast. I'm your host, Jelani, a.k.a. Jedi Master Ren, and joining me is my beautiful wife, Sierra. It is here where we break down the latest news, shows, and movies as we take a trip to a galaxy far, far away. On tonight's journey, we'll discuss our thoughts on Andor Episode 1 and 2. Some Falcon sweeping. We plan to cover Andor 3 and 4 next week, and then after that, we will be proceeding. We will be covering Andor week to week. So we just didn't have time to get the third episode in before recording today, so we wanted to uh, just combine 3 and 4 next week, and then obviously after that, then we'll just go week to week when uh, episode 5 eventually launches. Um, Also with that... We do plan on covering um, She-Hulk still, right? I think that's yeah, that is the plan. Yes. So you know we want to get that towards the end of um, or when the season is concluded. So we will get back to She-Hulk whenever they are done with their season, and then we will kind of give our final thoughts on that. Now, let's jump to hyperspace. <laughs> Alright, so now that we are safely in light speed, let us first touch on some other shows that we've been watching this week. Because I don't want to just talk about, you know, Andor, obviously, that is just one show. We literally just watched it, but we've been watching other shows this week, so let's talk about that. So, like, let, what what, have, what else have you been watching this week, Sith Lord Sierra? Um, so, I got kind of caught in a rabbit hole of a little bit of a few different shows. Uh, Netflix has this new show called Heartbreak High. I think that's, yeah, I think that's the name of the show. It was really good. There was only, like, eight episodes. It's basically the Australian version of Euphoria, and it was really good. I enjoyed it. Um, I was able to watch it all in one night, so I, I was really impressed. It, it kept me engaged. It was really emotional, and... I enjoyed it. Um, I Netflix also has another movie that I watched, and it's called Do Revenge, and Maya Hawke is in it, and Cammie, Cammie something, I can't remember her last name, it's the girl who played Veronica in Riverdale. Ah, They're okay. both the stars of the movie. And oh, it's, it's a movie? Yeah, it's a movie. It's cool. really good, so if you're down to watch it, I'm down to watch it again, because it was really good. I The way that my schedule has been set up this past week, which is mom stuff and work stuff i can only watch like certain bits and pieces of this movie in a span of three days so it was kind of lame and i could only watch like certain parts um like during my lunch break and stuff at work like the watching experience was yes, lame. the watching experience was lame yeah. but the movie was good it was really good cool um i don't know like the color palette of the movie is very bright and vibrant like the um the fashion designers like a part of the movie like it was very cute the aesthetic was really really cute so I enjoyed it a lot um like I said I'm going back and forth with a lot of other shows of course you know that I'm re-watching Gossip Girl for the 10th trillion time it's a comfort show you guys it really is and I don't know something about like fall makes me want to watch Gossip Girl over again but I have fallen off the anime bandwagon and I decided to hop back on and finish watching My Hero Academia, because I'm almost done, and the sixth season is going to come out on, what did I say? October? Again, what, the first or the third or o- something? If it comes out October, whatever, that's that's probably going to be the subbed version. I am going to be waiting for the dubbed version. Yeah, same. It doesn't, listen, I, and I, obviously there, we can no, go I on mean, and on about that, and we might have an episode just solely about My Hero, because I do... I do want to talk Although, about the that. show is great. He finished the show before I did, and I watched bits and pieces of, of the show. So that's why I wasn't adamant on finishing it, because I know what's going to happen at the end of this season. So I was just taking my time, and I'm like, oh, I'll just take a little anime break, and I'll just watch another show that I'm familiar with. And I like putting it on for background noise for when I'm cleaning or that's when a I'm... Girl. Gossip Girl, yeah. Um, when I'm cleaning and when I'm, um, you know, getting ready for work type stuff. Yeah. So, some other just kind of background noise besides, uh, what is it, Coco Melon or Spider-Man is Amazing Friends that's also playing in the background, what our daughter watches. Yeah. Uh, so, I what about you? I used to do that you? with um, Family Guy. Oh, uh, yeah. No, Family Guy's a... That, that's what I used to. I, I have not 
watch Family Guy in a hot minute. Broad City became a, um, a, well, you know, that's my favorite show and it's a comfort show for me, but it's a good, like, background noise show, too. Yeah. Um, so, I really feel like I have been stuck in the YouTube rabbit hole, where I am just wanting to be on YouTube for my media consumption. And, you know, I was talking to Jordan at work, and, um... He was like, you know, I feel like I'm kind of in the same boat as well. And I'm like, yeah, I think it really is, too, because of the two uh, new channels that I found. I found um, a new, like, not a, he does review tech, but he also just does, like, cool, weird videos about tech. And I just really like, you know, having that on. And, you know, it's not something that you necessarily want to need to watch but he makes it so engaging that you do want to watch it so i was like i i do really like his videos and i've been going down his rabbit hole what is his name again um what mr who's the boss yes that's the name of the channel i don't know what his um ryan i think it starts with an r i'm pretty sure his name starts with an r it might be ryan i could be wrong but um the other show or a show the other channel that i found is called spilled and yeah, that one's good. Yeah, so I am not really on social media like that. And He's not. He's yeah. like an old man, you guys. No, I just, <laughs> I really took myself off because I did not like and did not care for all the negativity that I was seeing on uh, on social. So um, I decided that, you know, I don't really feel like I need to be on them. So again, the only thing, the only reason that I'm on Twitter is for this show and, you know, to try to get it out there. So, and, you know, I'll do that. But other than that, I'm not going to sit, I'm not going to stick around basically. And so there's a lot of stuff that's been going on, a lot of drama that's been happening on, you know, the social media waves and that I am not privy to. And this uh, channel goes through and dissects it all, and it go- and they it come at it. I'm sorry to interrupt, but it basically just keeps you in the loop of what's going on and gives you all the hottest tea. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if it's like all of it because there are definitely. I'm sure there's other. There's, I mean, like not even like other stuff, but there's other. I'm sure there's other social media tea that there that she could be covering. There's a lot of. I'm seeing that there, she like discusses a lot more people a lot more often and I guess that's probably because they're in a lot more scandals and a lot more things are coming up you know week to week or whatever that um that one video that we watched or did because this is obviously I'm going I'm in the rabbit hole so I've been going backwards (laughs) I'm watching videos from three years ago I'm like dang are you serious I can't believe that like five years ago (laughs) um what was the name because the one I feel like that was most recent but I don't know how recent it was posted of the mom that's on TikTok, the one with the twin babies. Oh yeah, we're we're not gonna get into it, but yeah, yeah. that was that that one. Um, I think it was maybe a year ago. Cause that oh one was, really? I feel I don't know. I have no idea when uh, how recent it was to be honest. Cause I don't. Know, that was a while ago. To be like mm. in the amount of time that I've watched her, all of the you know her videos. Yeah, <laughs> but that's basically where you're getting all your your i guess social media news because like you said you you know he doesn't have a facebook you guys he doesn't or he has facebook but doesn't use it has tiktok doesn't use it you know only uses twitter like he said for the show and he uses discord all the time so he can't say he doesn't use um social media at all it's there's a discord yeah, but again, a lot of you guys who are the who are our listeners, you guys are, are you know, Coming some people from the Discord. are from the Discord. Yes, so they understand why the Discord is the place to be because our community there, uh, the Trophy Room community, is very just humble and welcoming and friendly and just nice and they're awesome. Everybody, so, every single person that comes in there. So we, you know, that's that that that's that, that's exactly why I'm there and I'm not really and I anywhere, anywhere else. else and don't spend my time anywhere else <laughs> so I don't know if this is a dumb question because I only know about discord from you and only hearing it from a couple other people um but I have seen the layout of what it looks like on, from you being on it um is it comparable to like reddit and I only know no 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 it's 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 weird it's not I no it's not reddit it's like it's literally like a community it's like social media in a sense because mm-hmm. you can post things there but again it's it's but you it have really like, depends there's on like different groups exactly right? so okay. it really depends on 
you know, who is running the Discord. That's really mm-hmm. what it is. The thing, the ones that I've been in, that I've been to or into, there's some of them are for games. Some of them are for like, um, I mean, the Game Informer Discord. So some of them are for you know the journalist side of things. So it's they're different things. Obviously, the Trophy Room Discord is for you know the Trophy Room podcast, and they have curated a spot where they don't accept you know like criticism and humiliation and stuff like that people who are um disrespectful to one another and who are you know realistically bigots you know ba- yeah. basically and they don't accept that stuff so but that's the thing the listeners and the people who are joining and who are taking the plunge to join they already are not those kind of people realistically yeah. you know for the most part there i'm sure there so have been a lot of a like few, the communities that you're part- out. so a lot of the communities that you find yourself a part of they're just very like is very chill for the most part like it seems like a lot of the people that are on your discord are people like that you really get along with oh yeah that you've found um like some like good friendships in too yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's the thing like and like they I, I just listened to uh one of their episodes this week and they literally were talking about the the community that we have and how you know everybody greets everybody and the whole reason that i started greeting if anybody's listening who is from the discord i got greeted by nagachaka who i heard on the discord and famous seamus who i heard on the i mean on the discord who i heard on the uh the show every week Mm -hmm. and i was just it was awesome and i was like that is so I love that. Like, that that made me so happy. And I was like, you know what? I want to do that for somebody else. You know, I want to make somebody feel like that when they are joined there, when they come in here, so they can be welcomed in here the way that I was. Yeah. And we see that now with ev- pretty much everybody who gets it, they start doing it too. And you get this overwhelming of people who, who you know, come in and welcome. And I used to get, like, really upset when I would miss people because obviously, you know, we're all busy. We all work you know where we can't always be on this thing right but so sometimes i'd miss people who would join and i'd feel really upset but you know what i don't i don't feel upset because i know that there are other people there to do that same thing you know what i mean and who are going to greet those people exactly and eventually your paths will cross Mm -hmm. somewhere in that community i love that that's awesome i guess i never i like like i said i see you on it i've heard you talk about you know the community the communities that you're in in discord i just i've never really thought to ask like what it all is about and i guess i kind of saved it for a good time <laughs> it's weird it is it's very because i've had to think of it too looks like sorry the format kind of just looks like reddit to me a little bit i don't know it is it is interesting it is okay. weird like because when i when i first joined i i, I was like hmm like you can create your own space you know in this in on this platform Mm -hmm. that again like some of them you can lock so only a select few people can come in you know what i mean so it's it's very much it's it's so it's literally creating a safe space yeah it's kind of like a chat room okay in a sense but not as like gross (laughs) yeah literally it's like it's I would say it's not like a, you know what I mean? It's obviously that's, this is something that people use just like Zoom. Yeah. Like they use this for video call. This is what usually what podcasts are using. Like uh, what we are thinking about doing is trying to use that. That's something that is coming later down the road. We won't get into, but (laughs) let's transition. Let's, (laughs) let's kind of get into what we're really here for. Andor episode one and two. Boy. What? Okay, so we've obviously been waiting for this. Yes. Right? We finally get to see our boy, Diego Luna, back in the driver's seat as yes. Cassian Andor. Yes. Yes. And I mean, again, yes. we were as we were talking about the Discord, uh, we were talking in the Discord in one of the channels, and, you know, there is a reason that he is getting his own show because of how good of a job he did in Rogue One. Not yes. to mention... Uh, yes, no, yes, yeah. no, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, um, I, I hate that it took... I was going to say, I hate that it take it took this long for him to get his own show. And I know, like, 
you know, the, um, I cannot think of this guy's name. Help me. Help me. Who? Not George Lucas. The who's under George Lucas. Happy? What's his name? Is he doing this show too or no? Oh, um, I don't know who's doing this show. I do not know. That's but a great question. But I understand there's other projects that have been like in the mix, you know, during this time and like The Mandalorian and Boba Fett, which I'm not mad at, but you know, Rogue One came out a while ago, you know, so I'm kind of shocked that it took this long to um, put this show out. No, we, well, well, let's see. Obviously based on created by, so this is Tony Gilroy. Tony Gilroy, Dan Gilroy, Bo Willeman, and Stephen Schiff. Okay. So, so Stephen Schiff did she, Stephen <laughs> Schiff did one episode. Bo William Williman did three episodes. Dan Gilroy did three episodes, and yes, I believe that's all of them. Cool. Okay. So, and then the, the directors we've got Benjamin Car- um, Karen and Toby Haynes and Susan White. That's cool that, you know, how in the other shows, like, these directors are getting, like, a certain amount of episodes. Well, the thing is, that's the, that's kind of what they've done, you know, across the board. They We've seen that with, um... The Mandalorian. Yeah, with uh, both seasons of The Mandalorian, I feel mm-hmm. like. And then, I don't know about Book of Boba, but I feel like they do. I'm and I sure. feel like this is kind of how they're playing the ball, just to kind yeah. of spread the the workflow out you know mm-hmm. what i mean to kind of not i guess maybe get people burnt out you know what i mean get them on some different projects who knows yeah put that talent to good use somewhere but the it is weird you know to bring that up like if you're having different directors through each episode how can you make sure that the direction is there you know what i mean well i'm sure they're discussing it but well, of but course my... they are but <laughs> Uh, Obviously, they have. What if these people have different artistic visions? You know what I mean. Yeah, no, I think that's what makes it interesting, though, because I mean, there have they can't all be the exact same. There's gonna be something a little bit different, and you can tell within those episodes, like who directed what. The tone is a little different than another episode. You know what I mean? I see what you're saying. So you're saying like in the grand scheme of things. Like, with, um, when you're having an episode that's you're trying to build up on things, mm-hmm. then that's obviously takes a different kind of director who can pull that off and who can get that tone to exactly. kind of come through. I see, and I see, I, I didn't even think of it like that. And that's, that is, that does make sense. Yes. Why they would have certain ones. And again, we don't know which episodes they're doing. It just says, oh, they've got I, three episodes. I, you know what I mean? Um, oh, well, they've got six. You know what I mean? It's, so we're, well, we don't the, know. we're going off IMDb, but I'm sure at the end of each episode, it'll say, like, oh, yeah, like but, which director did what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like, on there, yeah, on IMDb, it doesn't tell us, like, oh, they're doing episode one I through think it three does. or whatever. Like, if you go and click on, like, each episode, each yeah, episode it it'll tell you. But we didn't, we didn't go that far. We digress. Coming back to it, I'm just kind of shocked that it took a little bit like for them to put out this show i'm sure it was always kind of in the works because you know they had diego luna for this project like years ago when did rogue one come out well let's check that out too yes um (laughs) i want to say 2017 2016 2016 i'm gonna say anywhere between 2015 to 2016 2016 you're right 2016 nice right so, on the money. and like i listen this is where i'm at i really i don't think that it was in the plans i don't think that it's in the works to get him specifically but out of everybody who did who who came in there i'm not saying that jin you know the the uh, actor who played jin mm-hmm. didn't do a good job but the performance that diego luna put on in Rogue One was up there. You oh, know what 100%, I mean? yes. And, like, it's, I feel like 
the landscape of where Star Wars is now and where it was then. They had a plan of where they wanted to go. Well, I'm not saying they didn't have a plan like then for this show, but I'm saying oh, okay. like whenever Disney Plus started coming out of the woodworks and then all the oh they yeah. started name dropping yeah, 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 these yeah. shows like like whenever they were do, uh, planning for the Mandalorian and everything, they already knew that they wanted to do Book of Boba. Like they already had to know that they were going to do Andor as well. Well, this is okay. So that's a that, that's a good question because I'm I'm good that you're on there. So what if do we think that this is their next like their next Mandalorian or their next book well I would say the next Mandalorian because I don't feel like I don't feel like again they pulled off what they should have with Book of Boba again I liked Book of Boba but I don't feel like they I don't feel like they really gave Boba Boba justice in that show and I see that because you basically called it Mandalorian it's uh, it's Mando 2.5 or Mando 0.5 well yeah 2.5 and it's just, it, I just wish that they spent more time with Boba. And yeah. so I don't, I don't think that, I, I think they've got more to do with Book of Boba, right? And, but Mandalorian, they, they had a lot riding on Mandalorian, right? Yeah. That's what brought people to the platform. So do we think that Andor is their next wave, their next, tr- or they want it to be their next, like, hey guys, let's I hope get so. this in. Because I, I mean, Rogue One is the prequel to A New Hope, and this show obviously is a prequel to Rogue One because of the events that happened yeah. in Rogue One. But I think it's interesting. Well, that the because lore... it's not even that where he's growing up. We're watching him. This he's not, he's not a part of the the rebels. I don't think no. right now where no, we're no, at. No, 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 no. I um, yeah, where we're at right now in the show, I don't think that either. But I like that the lore is extending and we're just getting more and more stories out of it and it's just it's making it more enjoyable and I love that it's it's the same thing with Star Wars always has and now continuing to do so with these shows yeah and even extended like with the video games and everything like those stories are canon are they not well the ones that some of them like the ones that are have come out since Disney um, has the rights to them. Yes, yes. those are. Like what is uh, what was the name of the game um, that you played? Uh, Homeboy from Shameless. Jedi Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. So that one is canon. Mm-hmm. So and see, like I remember you telling me the storyline in that one. Like it, it was interesting. I wish I had played the game, and I'm still eventually gonna play the game. I just haven't had an itch to play a game the way that I want to. I mean, you have an itch to play an online game like um, Fortnite. But anyways, getting back to it, the lore is just extending. I love it, and it's going to just make us want more and want more, and I feel like they could do a lot and add more to this because I don't think for a while they're going to pick up where they left off with uh, Ray's story. Yeah, because that's... That's way farther down the road. Way farther down the road. And, I mean, with all... And, honestly, with all the backlash that Daisy Ridley got from her performance and everything, I think she did a great job. Of course she did. Yes. She did the character justice. I just feel like maybe if things were a little bit different, they would probably want to extend on that. But they did... I think they did a pretty good job at ending it where they did. Yeah. See, now, and I like that you bring that up because I like when, you know, about expanding the universe, I like when they're telling stories of, um, like, just regular people in in the universe, you yeah. know, having to deal with the different things that are happening, you know, with the Empire and stuff like that, you know, with the clutches over them. and. Yes. It's just really interesting just to see that kind that side of things and how regular people have to go about this because we've just been watching these you know Jedi's with power and you know who are just wielding their lightsabers around and trying to fight evil exactly. you know going up against the Lord of Darkness yeah and these extended stories <laughs> like, extended stories they show you other parts of the universe that you don't think about what's going on so 
I think I, I, let's let's get into it. Let's kind of get yeah. into spoiler territory. So we're gonna just okay. gonna kind of talk freely about um, everything that we saw. So like at the beginning when he, this is where I brought this up or where I'm thinking of this is he's walking through like the market area. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the very first areas where it's like daytime, and it's after the club scene. After the club scene, but oh, okay. and we'll go back to the club scene too because the club scene is kind of important. But that's the kind of part where I was thinking, like you're just watching all of these people in this market just kind of do their thing, just walking around doing everything. And we did see that in what was it? Um, in episode nine on the planet that they found. Um, uh, what's his name? Lando. Thank you. Yes, the planet that they found Lando on. Everybody was kind of do, uh, doing their own thing there. But I, I do like seeing that kind of stuff. I was like That's a whole festival, I think. Yeah, exactly. And I do like seeing that kind of stuff. That's my point. So, you it know, to is... see them on the market and seeing this just, you know, all of these different aliens and these different uh, species just, you know, cohabitating, just doing their thing, yeah. trying to trying to just live their lives. It, I like seeing that kind of stuff. Yeah. But let's kind of jump back and let's talk about the club scene. Okay, so the show opens up, and he's uh, uh, Diego Luna, Cassian. He is just walking in the rain. You can see all these lights shining on him, and he's walking, like, pacing himself, like, through the rain, trying to get to uh, this club, which is basically a... Um, what's what's a politically correct way to, uh, to describe... Or... Yeah, to describe this place that he's going to, because it's it's a club, but it's a um, it's a sex club. <laughs> it's a yes, um, sure, yeah. That's that. I mean, that's basically what a it brothel. Is. That's what it yes. is. It's a brothel. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a minute, but yes, it's a brothel, and um, you know, you think he's going in there for a good time, and he's looking for somebody. He's looking for his sister. Mm-hmm. So he asked the he asked the, the lady who comes up to him, and first of all, the lady who comes up to him. It already sparked some issues with some other jets that are at the bar and, yes, and they're at the like, club, and yeah, they're harassing him. Yeah, they're getting all irritated because she walked up to him first, and he had just gotten there. So he's asking about his sister, and he says, "You know, have you have you seen a girl that says she's from Canary, right?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Well, I, I think she's like, I think I might have. You know, I, I don't know." And she's like, "This other person might. I think, right? Didn't she say that? I, I don't." remember yeah i think so she um because she left for some reason that's what i'm saying oh yeah to go check no she he asked if there's somebody from canary there she's like there was a girl who said that she was from there a a while back but they you know they come and go she went to go check and she came back and she's like no she left like months ago she just disappeared fell off the face of the planet basically yeah so Turns out these guys are a part of this... They're like security. They're not cops, but they're some kind of like... They're part of this company called uh, Primor. Yes. And they, you know, again, they're not really supposed... They're not really cops, but from what I gather, they are under the um, the Empire in some way. Yeah. So... so in some kind of order, but they... Um, I don't know, they... Huh? So we'll get into that later. Yeah. Um, but they're they're basically rena cops. <laughs> but without the actual cop, they're rena security. Yeah, so after uh, Cassian he doesn't get what he needs, he leaves the uh the club and he's walking down an alleyway. Lo and behold, these guys are following him and they try to rough him up and you know, one of them has a blaster and you know, Cassian is taking it, he's taking it, and then out of nowhere he's like, Look, I'm going to show you who you're really messing with. And he punches one dude straight in the neck, and then he spears the other dude, gets him on the ground, knocks the blaster from his hand, gets the blaster, uh, stands up, and is holding the blaster, you know, point blank to him. And he's like, look, he's like, you wanted to do this, basically. And he's like, I, you know, um, tell me, you know, he's get, get your buddy, he's like, and tell me what I need to know. And, um... He can't wake his buddy up. He's like, he's not breathing, he's not breathing, so... Cassian breaks his windpipe and he yeah. kills him. He doesn't. He wasn't trying to. He that was, was self just, defense. That yes. one was. I was like, dang, dude, like that. I mean, again, y'all messed with him, but yeah. at the same time, like, dang. And he, then he straight up murked him. Like we've been only watching the show for not even like ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and 
and then um, the gent who's on the ground who found this out, the other one, he is like, he's like, he's not breathing. Has listen. He's like, we can. He's like, we can say that. Um, it was that, an accident. Yeah, or it was something. an accident. He like, oh, he. It happened when he fell on the. It was just a scuffle, and he fell on the ground, hit his head, and he 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 wasn't breathing or whatever. Boom, Cassian uh, blows his head off. That is wild. Yeah, it's very dark and eerie, but that's like now. Obviously, like, you okay. don't see that. You don't see him do that. But like, no, it's. It, uh, it's it's heavily implied. <laughs> no, yeah. I definitely would say this one is not one. This is I, this is definitely TV fourteen. If not, I think that's the highest they can go. I don't know if there's TV fifteen. No, it's TV fourteen. I yeah. I think I would probably give it that rating too. Oh, it's for but, sure TV fourteen. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but that's good. You know that what I mean. That means that Disney is trying to cater to. You know, and older audience as well. Exactly. Somebody that's more mature, which then gives us the understanding that we're going to get a more mature movie. Now, you know, there are conversations of that even with even with She-Hulk of, you know, like, this isn't a kid show. This is, like, what if a kid watches this? Well, again, you if the rating's on there, which I did check She-Hulk, She-Hulk is TV-14, so kids are not supposed to be watching no. it. They put the rating on there. If you let your kid watch it... Like, I understand She-Hulk was... They, monitor what your kids are watching. Period. Like, that's it. Like, like that's, you shouldn't be getting mad at the directors of what the rating is. It's, it's not a kid's Not even show. getting mad at the ratings. They're getting mad that, like... That really, it's stuff about, like, her twerking at the end. That's really what I've heard, like, issues of. And I'm just like... Okay. What? Okay, look, first of all, you got Megan Thee Stallion on the episode. Like, should you expect less? Absolutely not. You should expect more, if I'm being completely honest. Still. I'm just saying, I was I robbed. <laughs> But, yeah, just monitor what your kids watch. If you don't want them to watch certain things, then you need to sit down with your child and you need to tell them what's up. Anyways. For real. So, right after this part, we go and start getting flashbacks. And I'm starting to see, as we get through, we have multiple flashbacks throughout um, throughout the time of us watching this. And they are actually really, you know, they're trying to tell a cohesive story. As, you know, each time that we go back, the story gets... Uh, more filled out every single time so the first time that we go back we're just seeing you know um these villagers and they're watching republic ships they're watching republic ships uh fall to this from the sky mm-hmm. or at least that's what it looks like it looks like they're republic yeah. ships and that's kind of everything we get like they everybody kind of looks at each other you know they're kind of scared and they're speaking this language, and we don't... I, I, I don't know what the language is. No, it's definitely first. whatever... Kanari, um, whatever their native language is, is on that planet, that's what they're speaking. Yes. And... I will say, um, the in the second episode, uh, it did... The subtitles gave it away. It is just Kanari. So they are speaking Kanari. Oh, okay. So that is what the that is the language that they are okay. speaking. So that, I, but I didn't know... They didn't, makes sense. It didn't, you know, it wasn't Specify unknown. Specify that in the first episode. No. Yeah, we keep the subtitles on you guys. <laughs> well, I think it just i I think it played for them because I don't know if they were on the whole time. Either way, that's that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, I've also I also noticed like in the flashbacks, like it doesn't look like there's any adults in this tribe. It's I noticed all the children. same thing. It's giving me very much um, Neverland vibes. Yeah, well. <laughs> That or maybe something terrible might have happened. You know what I mean? Maybe there's, I don't know. I have, I really no, it don't looks know. Like these older kids that are a part of, they are like teenagers, <laughs> are a part of this tribe, are looking after everybody. So it, it like doesn't maybe look like it, it does. Maybe and maybe we'll you know hear more of it later on or see of it, see what happens, but. I feel like this is where the um, the mystery is really going to come into play. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of mystery coming yeah. into play. Like, there is another part, like, when he's, you know, what is he smuggling? That whole thing. Yeah. That I don't remember exactly what he called it, but it is something that is from the Empire. It has the seal, the, uh, the Galactic Empire seal on it. And it looks important. And the way that he's kind of trying to get it pawned off and he's trying to push it, it does seem like, it's something that is important, or not important, you know, something that he is uh, scared to have. Yeah. So, what's that? You know what I mean? Like, where did he get it from? Did we see, because we, he wasn't worried about that. We didn't see him get that. That was stashed away before, you know, we 
caught up with uh, with Cassian, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing, really, because with that thing, do you feel like he's a smuggler right now? Because that's what I was kind of thinking with this, you know, him trying to move this, this you know, piece or whatever. What maybe is... That or maybe he's just like... I don't want to say a smuggler, but more just a thief than he's just trying to make ends meet. He doesn't have, like, a real job, like, I guess, his friend or his cousin who he uses as an alibi. Um, I don't know. He just seems like he just steals stuff and he flips it and makes money off of it. But that is, that's a smuggler. No, smuggling stuff is taking from one thing into another place or into another country illegally. I feel like it's. I, I feel like it's thief. that. I, I feel like that's what Han Solo did, though. Is that shit? Like he takes shit and then push it off to somebody. Like push it off and try to make money off of it. Mm, I guess I don't know. And then he obviously doing the odd job. Yeah, I'm saying in between. I could be wrong. I could be. I don't know. That's All kind I know of but... is, is that he unemployed and he's stealing stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> we go to a a scene where and we're inside actually of. I, what did I say they were called? Promore? Premore. They're in, we're inside of Premore HQ. And we're talking to the CEO. I would assume the CEO. He's the big honcho, the big dog. Yeah. Right? That old the guy. The big boss. Yeah. And he's talking to his right-hand man. Now, his right-hand man's a little off. He's a little off his rocker. And this dude, so they're talking. I don't think he's, sorry, I don't think he's like a little off his rocker. I just think he's like... Very much do it by the book. I'm a kiss ass. I'm gonna, I'm listen, gonna do everything right. Listen, my man's was already told. Put it off to the side. It's time to keep on trucking with this stuff. Now, granted, it was a little messed up. I will say that the boss is like, you know what? It's fine. Like we could just say that they, you know, messed with the wrong dude on the wrong day, kind of thing. Like we don't really and have. They died being heroes or they died doing something heroic and just kind of write it off as an accident type of deal and they're doing that only because they don't have sufficient evidence that's the real thing they don't and have they can't really put andor to the crime so they're not he doesn't want to put much effort into it and exactly. this right hand man is like what like these are people who work here like what do you mean no he's on his way to a meeting too and the meeting is just basically him saying like oh what the crime rate is in that area right now and has it gone down and if they c catch wind of this like like he gets a demotion or some kind of pay cut i don't know i really don't remember but he that's why he kind of wants this swept underneath the rug yeah so obviously not a good look and not a sufficient reason not to look into it because yeah. you know I do understand what he's, you know, his motives are, but like you said, he's very much to the books, and he's like, we are going to get these people, we're going to do whatever we need to, and it's just, <laughs> you can already see, he's going to be a pain in Cassian's butt. Oh, but, yeah. um, with that thing that we were talking about earlier, he tries to bring this to his friend, and this is why I think that, you know, he may be, because he's used her before, he's gone to her before, mm -hmm. you know, her services, and, uh, pushing stuff and moving stuff around she has connections so she knows people who can uh you know Hook get these up. things but tell me this did you not feel something between the two of them <laughs> um i don't know maybe maybe something like happened a while ago i mean the tension like wink, wink, nudge, nudge. yeah i mean I, I, felt, I felt like some it was like old sexual tension you know what mm -hmm. i mean i for real like i but saw then, it i was like but ah, then okay. he saw that she's sleep she's like Messing around with her coworker now, so he was just like, "Oh, okay, yeah." Like, I guess I'm tossed to the side, and you hooking up with your new boo. Now, also, is that um, it, it, does she own like cause it's a shop, right? Yeah. yeah. So, does she own that shop, or does she? Just I don't think work she. Own, I think she just works there. I think she's just a mechanic there. Hmm. And which well, is, I like that the roles are reversed. Like, you see the dude that she's hooking up with, like. He's in the office, basically, as a receptionist. Oh, I didn't realize that. That's funny. Yes, and she's the mechanic. I like that. Yeah. I will say um, that dude turns out... He's got he's got ulterior motives. Um, later on in this season... Or season. Later on in the episode, we do see him following her. As she's... Um, 
I don't know where she was trying to go. Uh, she goes to um, up in that tunnel thing to kind of make some kind of like connection. That's right. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she ended um, up losing him, but still. And I mean, she didn't even. I don't know if she knew that she was being followed. She, she might. She have. didn't. No, she didn't know that he was being followed. I think him being caught off guard like he knocked something over no, yeah. or somebody yeah, 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 ran yeah. into somebody and i think it was just kind of dumb luck on her part but what if she knew i what i don't we think find out that she knew maybe it wouldn't surprise me but i i honestly don't think she knew it didn't look like it at all it, <laughs> I, it, yeah because he literally yeah like what you said happened he he knocked that thing over and then was, that's what kind of stopped exactly him, it's just uh, him a little bit behind dumb luck mm-hmm. but um yeah, he basically, like, doesn't trust her. Like, you can tell he doesn't trust her. Or he doesn't trust um, Cassian because he had made a sly remark to Cassian and he was like, she always gets, you know, flustered or upset every time you come around. And he was like, well, maybe you should stop being with a less complicated woman. No, man, there's there's... There's something going on there. No, yeah, 100%. Like, not I don't with, think right now, but, like, there no, was... No, not, not with her and Cassian. I'm saying with um, her boyfriend, there's uh-huh. something going on. We'll get into it in the second episode, but there's 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 something going on with Mr. Man. Um, so, Cassian is running through um, through the streets. He's trying to get through, get, um, you know, he's trying to get to where he needs to go. Because I yeah. don't exactly know where he was going. And um, he runs into this dude named Nerchi. And <laughs> Nerchi wants his money back. He's like, hey, man. And it, you know what I'm saying? Like, look, for real, he looked like he was just sitting there waiting for him. Yeah. You know? Like, and it seemed like this there, it didn't necessarily, or Cassian wasn't necessarily going to come that route. But. No, Cassian, <laughs> y'all, he's basically a bum. He's, like, borrowing money from people, not paying these people back. And this dude, Nerchi, is like, I ain't no punk. You gonna give me my money today. Yeah, so Nerchi gets Vetch as muscle. Now, Vetch is a big old alien. And he is huge, and he has eyes on the side of his head. It looks like a hammerhead shark. Yes, yes. That is walking on two feet. And, um... A himbo. Cassian looks at him, and he's like, Vetch, are you with... You're you're with Nerchi? You're going along with this? For real. He's like, you down he's like, you're that down on money that you're gonna go work for him. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, it literally by the end of it, he just walks away. He just walks away, and I'm just like, huh. Wow. And Vetch is like so monotoned and so like just as a man of very few words. He's like, What? Huh? What? He just told me to stand here. <laughs> yeah, so it's he he Vetch is very funny. I hope we see him again. I really do. I don't. I doubt it because there's a lot going on and there's a yeah. lot that's about to happen as He's we just are about to a very pleasant side character. Yes, but there's a lot that's about to happen because as we see uh, in the next scene here, Primor, uh, that's the that guy that we were talking about earlier, the uh, right hand man to the CEO. He has started a task force to find out the killer of the two guys mm-hmm. who we'll call them the assailants because they were the assailants at the beginning but the people that you know Andor got in a tussle with so <laughs> now you know we've got more eyes on this at least five different people that are on this and I'm sure that they are top people and you know especially selected by him and they are their sole purpose is to find Cassian and again, they don't have anything. So we know that they're trying to find Cassian. Yeah. They don't know that they're trying to find Cassian. All they yeah. know is that they're trying to find somebody who asked about the Canari. That's all they know. So the show ends with a flashback, with the third flashback, I, I think this was. And we see the little girl calling out Casa. Or Casa. I think it's Casa or Casa. I think it's Casa. Um, goes, uh, so they, I thought that they were going on a hunt at first when I first saw it. And then I realized, no, they're literally going to check out the, um, they have a, like, a band party going to check out the ship that fell out of the sky. And it's literally, like I said before, this is just a tribe of children. So it's a tribe of, I guess you could say, like, between 
middle school to high school children age group like going to check out this fallen ship. His sister was pretty young though. His his sister looked like she was about like six or seven. She was really young so she stayed behind. So she she can't go into like battle or whatever. They're preparing themselves with like they have spears, they have like these weapons to protect themselves and that's what they're going to go scavenge but also to see like what is up. Yeah, and it's you know like I that it is very weird that there are no parents. It's cool that you caught on to that too because I like I literally wrote that on my notes when I was watching. I was (laughs) like, like, why are there no? Where's your mama and daddy? (laughs) Yeah, and there does seem to be some tension between um, Casa and um, the leader of the tribe right now. It looked like there was when they were getting ready to go out and. Obviously, as we can assume, Casa is Cassian. Yes. So, this is, you know, what we're seeing. These are flashbacks of him and his sister. While they were in Canari. And this is where, you know, how we're going to get the backstory of what happened to them and how they, um, you know, what happened to the Canari. Well, it says, somebody said something about, like, Canari and, like, what they're reading about it in the show they're like, oh, Canari was a planet, and it was a mining planet, so everybody was just, everybody died because of the mining or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I said that it was basically an abandoned planet. Let's see, that was in episode two. And oh, okay. Yes, but, because that's when they start talking about it a little bit more, and we'll get into that here in a little bit, but, um, it's... I'm jumping ahead, y'all, my bad. No, it's it's fine, because it is, that's, the the real thing is, it is, is that, Canari is gone. You know, it's just a story at this point. And yeah. that's the real mystery of why is it a story? And then as we get further into this episode two here, we're going to understand that it's not just a story. It actually comes with some repercussions as well. But let's jump right into episode two with the flashback. So it starts off basically right where the last flashback took off or left off, which is them trying to go and find out what's going on. And... Um, you know, as they're walking through, and as you just pointed out, Canari uh, is a mining planet, a huge mining planet, and Kasa actually finds one of the facilities on the planet as they're trying to go and find this ship. So, that's the first flashback. We then immediately go back to, um, the regular time with Cassian. And, again, this is where we see Bix's boyfriend... Or whatever you know, he is, exactly whatever he is, because it don't seem like he's a boyfriend. She was like, "I thought we only agreed to one night a week." I was like, "Oop!" I was like, "It's just um, an arrangement, yeah, an f buddy." <laughs> but you know, it is what it a is. Ske- with a schedule, so um, we see him look like spying on her and going around and like you know keeping tabs on her or we don't know what he's doing realistically we just see him trying to follow her and see where she's going at least that's what it looks like to us and then you know i just that rubbed me the wrong way not even rubbed me the wrong way i just was like oh that's that's weird yeah you know he don't trust her he got trust issues no i think i'm telling you i think it's something more than that i think it's something more you think he's like a secret spy i do Ooh. I really, I think, oh, and I, I put how, that on here. I think he's, I really think that he's a spy. Tables. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, you know, that's the thing. Like, he, I, I, he um, got into her house. Or he was getting, he was hacking into her computers. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm saying, I'm like, I really feel like he's. It's like he's, more than just trust issues. Yeah, he's got an ulterior, he's got ulterior motives. He's trying to do something. So, Cassian goes home to his mom, and she tells him, hey man, there is a notice out, and the notice is from Primor, and they're saying we're looking for somebody who, we're looking for a Canari who was asking about his sister, and that made his mother blow up, and this is where we start to see that there's something about Canari that the public doesn't want. Either the public doesn't want to know, or the Empire doesn't want them. 
You know what I mean? Because there's something about it. There's a reason that she got that scared. That somebody knew about that. That Canari was out in the in the open like that. The word, even the word. You know. Yeah. I also want to point out, like, I don't think that's his mom. I think that's maybe like an adoptive kind of mother. Because first of all, they would have they would have hired like some kind of Latina woman that like would somewhat resemble Diego Luna. Well, again where they don't have from our understanding they don't have parents exactly so i think this is just some kind of um maybe she is somebody who found him and was like i'm gonna help you like i'm like basically um a tarzan moment i'm your mother now yeah so that's i mean like again i'm i want to know what is going on with the canary and what happened? You know what I mean? Yeah. What, what, where, why, why are the, these kids, you know, in this situation, number one? And what is so Dora. bad about the situation now that people don't talk about it? And that it's this much of an issue when it's brought up in conversation. And these are things that we are obviously going to get into. And the fact that Cassian is one of, you know, the Canari. And his sister is too. Who is there? That's pretty crazy. You know? So, I'm very excited to see, you know, what comes of this. And as we get deeper into the Canari story, it starts to pop off. Then we finally see Cassian go and get this piece. Yeah. This thing. And he goes in. It's in this abandoned cargo ship out in the middle of nowhere. It's like a car lot, because I think the guy was, like, saying that he's, like, a customer or something. Was that what... Was that, uh, Pegless? Yes. That uh, was in episode one. Was it? Yes, that was in episode one. We watched them back to back, so it's, like, everything, I feel like, is kind of, like, blended in together. Yeah. But it's all happening in the same day. So, either way... Besides the flashbacks, of course. Yeah, so he's getting his piece, and um, that's when, you know, we see this thing for what it is. And you can understand, like, okay, yeah, this looks important, and this looks like something that you definitely don't want to have for too long, you know? Mm -hmm. So, now you can understand the urgency and why he wants to get rid of this thing as quickly and as soon as possible. But, um... I'm, I, I really dig it. I'm telling you. Like, I do really like the mom character, whatever she is, whoever she is. Yeah. I like her. I yeah. think she's, I, I, I think she's um, a really cool addition to, uh, not cool, but, you know, I think she's a, a nice addition to the story, you know? Like, just having her little, the little parts there, like, who the heck, you know, like, I know what you're doing, man. Like, you know, trying to keep him in line. You know what I mean? Yeah, and definitely, tr- like, she knows, like, what kind of trouble he can get into. Exactly. So, I'm really wondering when we're going to get to, um, you know, the actual rebel stuff. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. probably going to be whenever he gets rid of what that is. He's probably going to give it to somebody who's in the rebellion. That that's my guess, and that's kind of what kickstarts him being a spy for the rebellion. Yeah. And again, we are going to see him infiltrate the empire. Like that's actually cool to see and cool to think about that 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 we are literally going to see that happen. Again, not even. Um, I guess we're just a couple yeah a couple months removed from seeing somebody who already has done that. You know what I mean? Yeah from uh kenobi so like i i really am excited to see where they go with this like for real and again maybe we start to see that in episode three because now he obviously has the that thing on on person so maybe we see him actually get in contact with somebody that can get that to where it needs to go um but his mom is in his room and she picks up the stick the old stick that he had from canari yeah. And then we have another flashback. And that's when they actually get to the down ship. And we see, you know, the leader, he walks out to them and he tries to tell them or he he's walking out to um 
the ship trying to see what's going on. You know what I mean? And there's already dead people on the ground. And he tries to... He tries to get them up. He tries to, you know, poke them a little bit, see if they're actually dead. And they actually, the one dude who is laying out, out of, you know, one of the hangar doors, he falls out. So, looks like they are dead. Yeah. And... Then I I don't know which one got up first. Do you did you do you remember seeing it? No, I don't. But um, I think it was because there, there was another one on the ground, and but one of them shot him. Okay. One of them got up and shot him, and then it looked like the other one got up and started shooting as well. So then that's when they started throwing their um their spears at him, and they find I think no I think they were throwing darts at him. And got him down. They go and they uh, see what's going on with uh, the leader. And the leader is like, he's bad. He's he's messed up bad. So they try to carry him and they're trying to get him back. But he's presumably, you know. Dead. Yeah. Yeah, he looks dead. Yeah. I thought it was a little girl. My bad. Um. She might have been. It might have been. I thought it was a little girl. I that was know. the leader? Yeah. It might have been. I think you're right. Did I say little boy? Yeah, you've been saying he. Yeah, it might have been. I think it was a little girl. I think it was. I'm not. I. I'm not a hundred percent, but I feel like. I feel like you're right. Um, but now that people are looking into, or now, well, you know, now that that notice is out from. Uh, what is it? Premore again. I keep yes. forgetting their name. Is it Premore? Such a yeah. weird name. Yeah, Primor. Uh, now that they sent that notice out, everybody's on high alert, and they're trying to look for they're trying to look for you know the Canari. Not even look for them, but they're just like asking people around town, like, you know anything about the Canari? Do you know anybody Canari? You know anything of that is? And nobody really knows what it is, and that's what's causing them to do those searches and try to figure out what the Canari are. And that's yeah. when. And then of course. Um... Cassian, he's just playing off like, no, I don't know. What do you know? Because I don't know. Yeah. And it's, you know, the interest there, it seems like they're doing something. It seems like they know what they're doing. And they're trying to get more people on board with this hunt. And, you know, it, it's kind of working because they are offering a reward. And yeah. who knows if they'll actually pay on that realistically, but they, they're saying that they're offering reward. And it doesn't look like a wealthy planet anyway, so of course they're like, ooh, money. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but as of right now, Primor doesn't have a, you know, they don't really know anything. So that's why they're putting this out there. And lo and behold, they actually do. They end up getting a are putting a face to the suspect that they've been looking for. And it is Cassian. They've found him. So they, or they've gotten enough evidence to understand that he is the one who is um, who who did all these things. And the one who identified him was the lady from the brothel at the beginning of the fight. Really? Yeah, because you can see her coming in in one of the shots, and you can see the older photo that they have of Cassian, and she's the one who ends up identifying him. Wow. So there you go. Yeah, that is exactly what it is. So, oh, brown eyes. Yep. And Ow. that's, you know, that's a little disheartening because they, they've already found him, episode two. So now, obviously, we're going to see where that takes them because, again, like we said in the first episode, he made a task force. So, and the task force has grown in this one. So we mm -hmm. see them all on a ship and all take off. And they're now probably what? Like, I'd say at least 10 to 15 now. I want to know what his boss thinks, or is he just still gone? Who knows? Yeah, because, like, aren't, aren't you going to lose your job, my guy? Like, you're being insubordinate and churlish. But, um, what is, is it Stefan? I don't know. I don't know, I don't like him. <laughs> I don't like him enough to know his name. Let's see what it was. Because I, I think it's, I think it's Stefan Skarsgård. Um. Oh, him. Stellan. Stellan Skarsgård. I thought you were saying the the old boy who's put together the witch hunt 
basically. His name was Stefan. I was like, I don't know. I don't freaking like him. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, Stellan Skarsgård shows up in this. And I did you get what his character was there for, what he was doing? No, I I was honestly very lost about that. Yeah, I figured as much because I was like, I I'm I, I don't know what's going on. Like I, yeah, if you is, don't know what's going on, I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I no, I was <laughs> I was just making sure that it wasn't just me. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, because maybe I missed something, but he's not he's not really, or they haven't given us all of the cards as to what his plans are. Yeah. Yet. But, you know, I did like the scene at the end with him um, on the train. Or oh. not even on the train. It was a um, like a floating a floating tram. Yeah, basically. And he's got his little old, his little old man over here talking his ear off, being annoying. <laughs> and I feel like the dude did that because he saw like, oh, you're old. Let me, let me come to you and talk to you about this kind of stuff. And so... That's where they end up at, right there. Yeah. He just is, like, literally talking this man's ear off, and he's like, I I really don't care. I really don't. You like, know, just leave me honest. alone. It's like whenever strangers, like, come up to you, and they just kind of, they try to make, you know, friendly banter with you, and sometimes you're just not in the mood for that, and that's all over his face. He's like, um, not kind of, like, eat shit and die. It's just kind of like, leave me alone, please. Yeah. And... Again, this episode kind of was building on the last episode, right? So it's kind of playing on the same things and the play, the same notes that the ep- episode one did, but it's just kind of building on that foundation. And I think they're doing that, and I think they're taking more time because they have more episodes to tell, mm-hmm. you know, the story. And so they can use a few to take that, that time to kind of uh, tell the story in a unique manner. And I feel like... It's not even that, it's not like super unique, but I mean, it's unique to what they do, like to what Disney is so far. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of taking their time, taking the, the time to let the show simmer a little bit. You know what I mean? And they haven't been able to do that because all of their shows are basically limited series. It's killing me. Yeah. And I just want to point out, they said 40 to 45 minute episodes. Mm-hmm. We got robbed, y'all. We were hoed. Yeah, it Those was... Those are 30, 30 minute, fi- or 35, 30 minute, five, 35 minute episodes. Yeah, 30 to 35 minutes, and they definitely were not, they were not the 42 to 45 minute episodes that we were thinking. So, again, it's just your, it's your standard Disney, you know, show length, but we are at least getting it for longer period, right? Because this one's 12 episodes, correct? This one's not nine. Yeah, it is 12 episodes, so, like, I'm not that pissed. Yeah, so it's it's good to see, and again, this is going to take us into seeing, you know, what is going on with uh, Andor when he has infiltrated the Empire. Yes. And that is such an interesting tale to see, and to twist and move. And again, these human stories that we're getting into with this show, and yeah. I hope with other shows as well we continue to do that the mandalorian is one of those that really feels like that even though he does have you know the dark saber now that's different in a way because he's not a jedi so seeing him and seeing his struggle and seeing him trying to you know be there for grogu yeah be there for grogu and just also learning to wield this powerful weapon yeah because doesn't every time he like hits it or swings it like it gets heavier, right? If he's not uh, properly trained with it, and if yes. he's fighting it, basically, he's ha- he's got to be one with the sword. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it, I like the, but it's still like seeing the human stories in Mando. That's what I like to see, and I see. I think we're going to be getting more of that, and we're definitely getting that here in Andor. So I can't wait oh, to yeah. see more of this. But I even do want to touch on, at the end of this episode, of episode two, the music. Oh my god, yeah, the music goes hard. Now, I don't remember the music at the end of episode one. Did it, was it this, no. it wasn't this good. It's, it wasn't this it's standout. The, it's the same music that was playing whenever you, whenever he walked into the club. It's literally the exact same music. Oh, okay, so that's not that bad. So then they're, they're playing, they're picking some, some good songs at the end of the, yeah. the shows. I like that. 
There are no end credit scenes, I, you which know, what I don't I really think we expect like, that really from Star Wars, unfortunately. Yeah, I was going to say what I really like about all these Star Wars shows is that, like, is it John Williams' orchestra that's curating, like, all these that, music, like, the basically the score for these shows? It could be. Oh, okay. I was going to say, if it is, that's, I would I expect nothing. I would expect nothing less if it was, but if it is, uh, I mean, if it's not him, then, you know, it's whatever. I like that they're basically making their own music. They're not taking, like, um, I don't know, like, music from major celebrities and major artists, you know? They're curating their own music. Yeah, I want to say that they're, they definitely used him for the movies. Yeah. But I don't know if they're doing using him for the shows, but they could be. They, they could very be. well could be. Um, but that was episode one and two of Andor, and I'm telling you guys, like, this, this definitely is one to keep your eye on, um, this is, if, if you liked Rogue One, this is more of the feeling of what Rogue One was, which is a down-to-earth, a gritty story of, you know, what fighting against the Empire really was and really was for these people that are in this universe. And I, I think they've done a, a very good job on the first and second episode of this series. And I can't wait to see more. But again, coming back next week for episode three and four of Andor, and we will be covering it just like we did this one here, giving you our thoughts and impressions of Andor. But I think it's time to land for the night, guys. Thank you again for joining us on episode three of Jedi Watch. Remember, you can find this show as part of the JMR podcast, which is on all of your podcast services. Sierra, let the Padawans know where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter and the Gram and TikTok at Sithlord Sierra. And that's it. <laughs> And you can follow myself at Jedi Master Ren. Remember, the R in Ren is the same R for Master. But as always, guys, may, may the, the Force, force be, be with, with you. you.